Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Now, the time is eight minutes past eight. This government has failed farmers, so says IFA new president, Francie Gorman. And to answer that, I, I suppose, criticism, we're joined now by Minister for Agriculture, Charlie McConnell. Good morning to you, Minister. Is he correct? Uh, good morning, Kira. And uh, no, I, I certainly don't agree with uh, uh, Francie in relation to that. Uh, but I, I do wish him well as president um, and uh, his deputy president, Alice Doyle. And I think it's fair to say that it's always the role of farm representative organisations to keep uh, government's feet to fire. And uh, I, I've never yet heard um, a representative organisation say to a minister or say to the government, that's OK, you're doing enough now, you can go a bit easier. Uh, it will always be the case that they'll be putting putting it up to us and keeping the pressure on. And rightly so, that's their role. But I think any fair assessment would show that uh, both I as minister and indeed this government have uh, worked massively hard uh, and have delivered uh, for farmers, for the agriculture sector and for farm families. Um, we have undoubtedly though, had, had significant new policy development over the last period of time. We had a new common agricultural policy, um, a climate action plan, for example, in the setting of a 25% target, which the AFA um, are, are fully committed to um, and the agriculture sector um, uh, with the working together to actually achieve that. And we also had the development of, of Food Vision um, 2030, setting out our strategy to 2030. And my key message to the AFA AGM yesterday was that I want this year to have the focus on the farming and the great work that farmers are doing. Now that the policy development has happened over the last two, two or three years to actually get on with that work and to back farmers and to indeed advocate and make clear the massively important the, work that they, farmers they are doing, feel both in you're terms of food production but also them. in terms of sustainability. They feel you're not backing them. And you said that it's up to them to sort of keep your feet to the fire. But you're, you're doing the same in return. I mean, we heard yesterday from Leo Varadkar that, uh, on Taoiseach that, that that, you know, farming has become more sustainable, but it needs to become even more sustainable. You are putting it back up to farmers that they have to do more too. Yeah, and, and farmers are doing more. And, and that's the journey that we're on. And uh, what I want the focus to be on this year is actually uh, communicating clearly that that is happening. Um, you know, last year we saw, for example, in relation to emissions, we saw a reduction in emissions in agriculture by one and a half percent in 2022. I'm very confident whenever the 2023 figures come out that it'll be down again. And that's the massive work that's going on at farm level. And of course, the most important work then that farmers are doing is actually the really uh, uh, the work they do day in, day out of producing food and supporting them in that and valuing yeah. that. So this year I want the focus to be on that. But just on the direct uh, criticism in relation to whether we're doing enough to support the sector or not. And of course, as I said, there will always be an ask for, 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 for keeping pushing on. But if you look at the new Common Agricultural Policy Programme, which last year I delivered the first year of, um, in that, and that will run up to 2027, I delivered the largest ever increase in funding uh, from the national government, from national co-funding, um, as part of that new CAP programme, a 50% increase. And that has meant that right across our agricultural sectors, we've seen very significant new schemes launched last year. It means, for example, in relation to uh, our suckler cows, um, the €200 Euro I committed to promise, I promised I would deliver um, at election time, I've delivered upon. Uh, with 150 euro in the new uh, suckler carbon efficiency program, as well as 50 euro uh, for calves, as well in an additional scheme. If you look at the okay. sheep sector, which is a really important sector across the country, yeah. um, this Minister year, just to, to finish, but to finish this point, Kira, this year I'll have delivered a payment of 20 euro per year, which is a doubling uh, from the previous of 10 euro. And also, then we have about 50,000 farmers in the new acres environmental scheme. So there's very significant, and that's paying on average between five and a half thousand euro 
uh, for one stream of it and, and for those in co the cooperation measure of it, about €7,000 per farm individually. So there's massive A lot of farmers would say it's less than that. It's more like really, really important work that they're More doing. like 4500 But they're also very critical of that scheme, saying that, that the payments, it is hard to get them, that the payments have been delayed. And they said coming up to Christmas when other people were getting double children's allowance and double social welfare, farmers were, were struggling to access those payments. They weren't getting them. There was a delay when they needed it most. It has always been the case in the past and in the first year of a new common agricultural policy when all of the schemes are new uh, and been rolled out for the first year of what normally is of a five-year programme, uh, that there's challenges around payments. But last year we succeeded, I set dates uh, with adjusted dates uh, for payments last year and 90% of farmers were paid on those dates for all of the schemes. The one scheme which we didn't succeed in getting all paid in was the acres and that was because last year for the first time ever I accepted every single application that came in for acres into it, meaning the 46,000 farmers participated last year. That put additional pressure on my team then in terms of being able to issue all those payments last year but for the first time ever all 46,000. There was only 30,000 supposed to be and I accepted all 46,000. So that was the reason for that. It was actually working to make sure we would do the very best for farmers that actually led to that challenge in terms of getting everybody paid within the year. But that was the right decision. And I'm working now to make sure that everybody actually gets that payment as quickly as possible. So across the board, Kira, there's very significant what, investment. And I'm pleased to have investment, is, and actually. You, and we're, you we're making significant ass of farmers as well, but they're really stepping up to the plate in that regard. You mentioned food food production minister, and obviously that's one of the, the, the big roles of farming. But a, a, a text has come in from Fiona, the frustrated farmer. Can you ask Minister McConnell-Logue why farmer are price takers. What other industry accepts prices for their product that are determined by outsiders? Surely farmers should be allowed to put a price on their own produce. There is a price war kicking off in our supermarkets and farmers are legitimately concerned that what, what will happen is it's not that the big supermarket multiples will take hits to their profit margin. It is, is that the, the price that farmers get for their produce will be driven down in this. Can you assure them in any way that that's not going to happen? Yeah, and that's always a worry and a real challenge. And I've just spent some time there outlining the very significant funding and payments I've put in place right across our, our farming sectors to support farmers in relation to direct income from the uh, government to, and to support food production. Uh, but the other, then, the key aspect in terms of farm income is the price that we get in the marketplace. Yeah. Um, now, 90% of the food that we produce in this country actually is, is exported abroad, so international markets are a key, the key determinant there. But what I have done for the first time ever is put in place and establish a new statutory office, a new food regulator office, to ensure that there is a statutory independent office that can actually bring transparency uh, to the food supply chain and make sure that farmers are getting a fair deal and that there's no unfair practices taking place which affects the price they get or affects them getting fair play. That's unprecedented. That uh, that has been set up by the new food regulator okay. CEO. Neil Lenehan is working hard on that. I've appointed former IFA president, actually, Joe Healy, as, a, as the chair of the board of the new regulator. Actually, there's two also uh, two former um, farm presidents on that board. John Comer, former president of the ICMSA as well, and a very strong talent pool uh, on the board. So that's the first time ever that's been put in place because I want okay. to back farmers through the schemes I put in place, but really importantly through a fair marketplace. And also then in terms of the exports, in terms of backing board BIA to market our food abroad. Okay. I'm working closely with, with Minister Martin Hayden Lastly. in terms of opening new markets to make sure those markets are available uh, for the, okay. the, the, the food Lastly. that our farmers produce. 
Lastly, Minister, you made some comments last week about uh, restaurant and food service industries that they need to cut back on portion sizes to to reduce food waste, which is causing problems in terms of emissions and, and is something that I think many people would agree that food waste is an issue. But you got a little bit of a pushback from the Restaurants Association. What are you actually saying you want to see happen? Do you want to see us all just generally accept less on our plates? Do you want to see them offering a, a range of, of portion sizes? So you could order a large or a small meal. What What is your position on, on what people should be doing in terms of those who are, are selling food to us, how much they give us? Oh, well, I want to see the right amount on our plate that we're going to eat and it's not and it's not leaving any of it behind. Um, it's certainly a mixed bag in, bag in food and food service. Sometimes you'll have smaller portions, sometimes you'll have larger portions, sometimes it'll be spot on. Um, uh, the comment I made was that uh, in, in restaurants may, that may pile the food on, that it'd be better to give seconds and allow people to come back for seconds than put too, than put too much in the plate in the first place. But I, uh, but I was talking in the context broadly of each and every one of us making sure that we're very aware of how we use food and that we don't waste it because each time any of us sit down for a meal, very often when we get up and we look around the table, there's lots of food left over, lots of food wasted, lots of food that our farmers and our fishers across this country produce and our food companies that's going to go in the bin. Oh, and in nice. every instance where we consume food, we need to be conscious of, of making sure we're not wasting it and it goes to the right purpose. Oh, nice. And 30% of the food across the world actually gets wasted. 30% ends and up in the bin. It actually accounts for 10% of all um, emissions losses as okay. well. So there's massive okay. progress we can make here. And it was great to see the debate in the last Minister, three or four days around this because it's by bringing awareness to it actually that we can improve the situation. Minister for Agriculture, Charlie McConnell-Logue, thank you very much for speaking to us on all of that on News Talk Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.